you know, Doug Ford, I think uh, he wants more homes built faster. That's the name of his act, right? He's passed that legislation. We need to get more homes built faster. And in order to do that, you've got to get shovels in the ground. And now it seems that... This is interesting. By a minister's zoning order, it's called an MZO. The province is allowing a developer in Mississauga to double the size of a housing development plan for Mississauga. And this is causing concern because Bonnie Crombie, the mayor of Mississauga, is like, wait a minute, this just came out of the blue. Why? I would have appreciated a heads up, further consultation with myself and the community. And one of the things that puts me off a bit about this development is it's right on the waterfront. It's right on the waterfront. And you can't build any more waterfront area. That's just the way it is. And this is an area called Lakeview Village. It was a development that was expected to originally have 8,000 residential units as part of this development. And now it's going to be doubled. So they are really increasing the size of this project. Here to talk about it, Stephen Dasko. He's counselor for Ward 1 in Mississauga. Welcome to the show. Hi, Kelly. It's great to be on again. When did you first hear about this? Uh, you know, there's been some rumors around on it in terms of uh, people kicking the tires, but we just saw something very recently where it came forward from the ministry. It wasn't from the minister's office. It was from the ministry, and this was a request from uh, the Lakeview folks, and these are the, the, the people that actually do own the property, came forward asking for a, an MZO or ministerial zoning order, and this was uh, just a, a huge, huge uh, paradigm shift to what uh, effectively uh, people in the community, uh, staff, uh, and also uh, those at the table, the developers at the table, um, uh, went from concept to now becoming reality in approximately 17 years. I've been a part of that conversation for about 15. Wow. And um, yeah, absolutely. And we even have staff de- dedicated directly to this. And, uh, and, and in one particular case, was one planner that works essentially morning, noon, and night on this. Um, but Yet on Friday at 5 p.m. from the minister's office, with the stroke of a pen, it uh, it wiped out all of that uh, planning and aspirational. Uh, okay, so efforts. basically, this MZO allows the developer to build what they want. They've presented it to the province. The province said, "Yeah, that looks good." So, 16,000 units will go in, or you know, the ability for 16,000 units—that's a lot of spaces. My question is, who's going to take care of the infrastructure? Well, that becomes the huge issue. We uh, it, it, and as you mentioned on your lead-in, it's a wonderful spot. It's it's truly it's it's the jewel in the crown of of Mississauga, right down on the waterfront. Where exactly? And- uh, this is in Lakeview, so essentially uh, where they used to have the Four Sisters power plant. Yeah, okay. And and instead of having the power plant there, it, it was the community actually that instigated to say we should have a complete community there that's that's sustainable, that's environmentally friendly and forward thinking, and have uh, you know a whole innovation corridor which which is all being planned there. So sixty seven acres of parkland, nine thousand jobs will be there in the innovation corridor. It was going to be eight thousand residential units along with uh, restaurants and shops and all this type of thing with a, with an artistic uh, theme to it. 
and uh, also a, a two-kilometer uh, bus rapid transit that would take people along that lakeshore corridor uh, over into a higher-order transit, etc. Um, it was, and then on top of that, there's another uh, area just above that, just north of that, called Rangeview, and uh, and Rangeview is going through the planning process right now, and that is for an additional 3,800 uh, units. Uh, they've uh, they've since put in a plan for around 5,000 units. So when you do the math on this, and you've only got lakeshore. Uh, to get people along, and it's also constrained by a railway track, which is just a, a little bit mm-hmm. up that road. Um, it makes for a very challenging environment, and this is why such precise and careful planning has been put into this. Okay, so what happens to all that planning? Does it just get wiped away? Effectively, it does. Uh, wow, that's yeah. 17 years lost. It, it, it that's really tons is. of money yeah. down yeah. the drain for... Yeah, what is baked into the plan is the 67 acres of parkland. Okay, uh, so they can't do anything about that. So what happens? Do they have to build up now? Are they going higher than originally? uh, Because a lot of municipalities will limit height. Yeah, and, and we're no different. We This was actually destined and meant to be, right off the beginning, to be a mid-rise, predominantly a mid-rise community. And now what's happened here through this MZO is it's taken height caps off. So essentially, it's not going to be any different than uh, than city centre in Mississauga, where they took the height caps off. Ike's, you know, I'm just thinking of where we are at Cora's Key here, um, and not too far away, we've got, you can't even see the water because you have tall uh, buildings and, and you can't even get, if you're not a resident, you're not getting down there. Absolutely. And this was to, to be where you opened up the waterfront to the community, for the public, for everybody. This was going to be a, a beacon internationally of, of what's possible. And uh, also taking from, there's a sewage treatment plant close that's getting covered and on top of that we're using uh, the effluent which is when they incinerate the waste to take the uh, to take that it's always at a consistent temperature and have that for heating and cooling oh wow and uh, so all of that was uh, all factored in and also transitioning up to keep height off of the lake and also off I of love the lake. that but that's gone now that, well, right now in this MZO, they're saying that you can't go above 10 stories on the waterfront. It was never meant to be that high on the waterfront. Right. How high was it meant to be on the waterfront? It was going to tear up. It was going to yeah. go from, you know, uh, from 6 to, to 8 uh, to 10. So it was it was going to start to tear back. And then also uh, on Lakeshore itself, where there's not too much of their property, um, but the other plan that's come forward for Rangeview, uh, that one does does keep hype uh, predominantly off of off of Lakeshore, and it uh, it actually steps back up to eight stories, and then it goes up a little bit higher in, in some areas. But in in Lakeview itself, uh, there had been blocks where some height was meant to be, and, and they were calling it you know their signature buildings that was going out to an architecture competition, which they've told uh, you know everybody that they're still committed to an architecture competition, which is great to see that mm-hmm. because world class is needed, but it's just that. Uh, it's just the, the the density is just extreme. Yeah. Well, it's 16,000 units, right? 16,000. And if you basically multiply that by three, <laughs> you can you can do the math on that. And that's uh, you're, you're looking at at, uh, at almost a town of the size of Belleville. I understand that they're saying that 10,000 of the units will be or 10 percent. Is it 10 percent is going to be uh, d- dedicated 10%. for um well, or, affordable and attainable. Okay. And, what does and, that and mean? 
Well, affordable and attainable, it's a great question. And, and that's, that's where it, it's not properly defined. Mm. Attainable can be a whole bunch of different things. Uh, a 500 square foot or a 400 square foot unit uh, can be cheap. It doesn't mean that you can raise a family in it, right. but it, it'll certainly be cheaper than uh, you know a thousand square foot unit that has maybe a few bedrooms to it or something to that effect. But uh, but you know so having constrained size of units and things like that shouldn't be you know misconstrued that way. But uh, uh, as, as the plan was going into the eight thousand units, there was five percent which was dedicated affordable. Okay. Uh, so now we've got 10% affordable and attainable, and there's no percentage cut uh, breakdown or what that's defined as. So right. it's a big question mark. Okay. Well, and the question marks aren't great. And, you know, if there are people listening right now in, in London and Hamilton thinking, why do I care about what's going on in uh, Mississauga? Then uh, here, let's put it in perspective. The provincial government, if they're doing this in Mississauga after 17 years of planning this one, um, you know, residential area, this could happen in any community in the province. Are you concerned about that? Very concerned. This, the municipalities have been entrusted under, under the Municipal Act and under planning reg, uh, legislation provincially that entrusts the municipalities to conduct what they're doing in terms of their planning process, etc. And this is whether you're in Lakeview, Mississauga, or you happen to be uh, in, in Wasega Beach or, or anywhere uh, in the province of Ontario, um, this is this is what's what's going on, and you've got countless uh, what they call MZOs uh, going on, and and quite frankly, we have, for example, in the city of Mississauga, we have ninety thousand approved units that have yet to have a developer pull a permit on them to get a shovel in the ground, and I think if we're looking at getting things mm. approved, right. we should be looking to put sunset clauses and times in place to make sure that people actually get that shovel in the ground and get houses built as opposed to trading property, uplifting and rezoning them and trading them like stocks. Yeah. And you know what? You've got a great point. I'm so happy that you brought that up. I really appreciate you uh, walking us through this. Uh, Stephen, it's something to pay attention to. And uh, I'm sure it's a concern for all of you and your fellow counselors in Mississauga. Thank you so much for joining the show. Thanks again, Kelly. Cheers. Stephen Dasko is counselor for Ward 1 in Mississauga. That is concerning. He does bring up a good point. Look, at if, if there's nothing to stop these developers from, you know, time is of the essence. Get the shovels in the ground. But if you're saying, hey, you know, all the planning, the, the work that you did with municipalities, maybe you had to compromise. Well, just go to Doug Ford. Get an MZO. Do what you want. It's worth waiting. See, that's the lesson. And that's not a good one.